This is on the left side. The Funny Football Show. And Croatia, for the first time ever, will play in a World Cup final. Yep, it happened. Whilst everyone was busy looking the other way at who England might face in the final, cheeky little Croatia nipped in there and won the semi. But don't worry everyone, there's still third place to play for. Okay, I know it's hard to get excited about a game that, in all likelihood, will see Danny Welbeck starting up front. But the lager-sodden, heat-stroked memories of England's adventure in the World Cup have already begun to fade. So, it's important to remember the good times, the positives, the performance of a team that got to the semi-finals of the bloody World Cup when they were written off as severely lacking in quality just before it. Or as Kyle Walker said on his Twitter account after the match, We might live in a time where sometimes it's easier to be negative than positive, or to divide than to unite. But England, let's keep this unity alive. I love you. He is right. We should and we could look at the positives. But he is also right that it's much easier to be negative than positive. So let's do that. And if you want a good old dose of negativity, then who do you turn to? Piers Morgan, who was up to his usual bellendery on Good Morning Britain post-match. Headlines this morning are a little bit, to me, OTT. Heroes are those British cave divers who took those kids well, out of Thailand, course. right? That's what I call a hero. If you win the World Cup, you're a hero. England massively exceeded very low expectations. But in the end, they lost. I don't think you would hear the England team call themselves heroes. Ah, <laughs> oh, do fuck off, Piers. Although, at the same time, you do kind of have a point. Shit. But England were almost heroes. On the fifth minute of the semi-final, Kieran Trippier sent the ball into the back of the net and also sent six-pound pints of beer flying in the air at fan parks throughout the UK, greatly increasing the risk of that beer shortage that everyone's talking about. And, for a moment, I and everyone else dared to believe that England could win the World Cup. So what went wrong? Who can we blame? Well, I'd say a good place to start the blame game would be Ed Miliband, because I'm pretty sure that this incident with a town crier on his BBC Radio 2 programme must be at least partly to blame. Oh, yay! Oh, yay! Oh, yay! It's coming home! England, Croatia, Wednesday, 7pm. Don your waistcoats and dare to dream! It's coming home! It's coming home! Just think, if it wasn't for the weird way he ate a bacon sandwich, then that kind of stuff wouldn't be happening. And also, Brexit wouldn't be happening. But it's mostly that stuff I'm upset about. Actually, if we're pointing the finger of blame anywhere, then Luka Modric gave a pretty good guide as to where it should be pointed in his post-match interview. Oh, we proved everything differently than people were talking, especially in, uh, English journalists, pundits from television. They underestimate Croatia tonight. That was a huge mistake. We, we take, we were reading, and we were saying, OK, we will see today who, who will be tired. Yeah, we did all kind of get a bit carried away with the whole football's coming home thing, didn't we? When it turns out, actually, that fuck all's coming home. The one good thing about getting knocked out of the tournament is we don't have to hear that song again until the Euros. 
But credit where credit's due. It took an English-based Croatian player to really understand the pain of the Three Lions fans. As Liverpool defender Dejan Lovren tried to cheer us all up with a hilarious joke after the match. From my point of view, I had uh, like people saying I had a difficult season, but I don't agree with that. And uh, I think people should recognise that I'm also one of the best defenders in the world. <laughs> Lovren. Oh, what a joker, eh? Maybe we did all get carried away. Maybe we did all get distracted by the final. Maybe all those tongue-in-cheek, it's coming home memes did have an element of sincerity about them. And maybe we were foolish enough to believe that a team who amassed a total of six shots on goal in open play during the World Cup, the same number as Saudi Arabia, could actually win the thing. But still, I'm quite proud. I'm proud of the achievement. I'm proud of the togetherness. I'm proud of the progress. And I'm proud of the promise. And that's the difference that the last four weeks have made to England and its supporters. Once more, people have pride in the national team. This will always be the summer that football tried to come home. But this is also England. And if Southern Rail has taught us anything, it's that in this country, coming home rarely goes to plan. Southern Rail would like to apologise for the delay. Football is expected to arrive home in 2022. We apologise for any inconvenience caused. But this is England. And although football may have been trying to come home, it probably stayed in the pub for an extra pint, and then a bit of a chaser, and then another pint, that it stopped for chicken in the way home and passed out in a bus shelter. That's it for today's show. Come back soon, because apparently... The World Cup isn't over yet, there's still a final. But you can find a whole load more football stuff between now and the next show over at ontheleftside.co.uk, including all the links you need to subscribe to this podcast and find the video version over on our YouTube channel. Go there, do that now, and I'll see you soon. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson. With additional technical wizardry from Sean Alton.